Loyalty is expensive in the outset, but it pays huge dividends in the end. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today we have part two of Bill Johnson's message about reformation through loyalty. Here's Bill. What happened in the Old Testament? It wasn't in power, it wasn't a power encounter. It wasn't overt ministry, it was covert, which is just as lethal, just as powerful. Because God took one piece of leaven, and his name was Daniel. And he put him into a Babylonian system that was so defiled, it became to this day the byword, the icon, if you will, the example of corruption, the corrupt evil empire of Babylon remains to this day as the standard for corruption and evil. And the head guy of that, Daniel was assigned to, and he's planted as one piece of leaven to infect the entire lump of dough. And he lived in that system, and he lived righteously, he lived purely, and when, when it would have been the most natural for people to point the finger and say, well, king, you're getting what you deserved. I've served you loyal. I've tried to bring you faithfully to the word of the Lord, but you have rebelled against God, and you're getting what you deserved. When most would throw their head into that ring and now oppose the king because they are now under God's judgment, Daniel instead stands with the guy that's about to be judged. And he says, I wish this word, I wish this word was aimed at your enemies and not you. Can you get any sense for what that must have looked like to the guy who's wanting to be exonerated for his righteous stand and he lives in this perverted culture? They've already wiped out his family. He's got a divine assignment. Can you imagine just the issues of forgiveness that Daniel has to go through just to serve, just to exist in this culture? But now he's positioned at the moment where most of us would fall to the temptation. I told you so. I've been trying to talk to you about this lifestyle you live. And instead, he stands next to him not to uh, applaud sin, not to apologize or or say that his idolatrous ways were okay, but he chose to stand next to the guy that's about to go under God's judgment. And he says, man, I wish this one was aimed at your enemies and not you. That kind of loyalty is so extremely rare that when it was expressed in this story, the end result is absolutely amazing. Turn over to verse 34. At the end of the time, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted my eyes to heaven. My understanding returned to me, and I blessed the Most High and praised him, honored him who lives forever. Nebuchadnezzar, for seven years, lived as an animal in a field. Literally, his reasoning, his human reasoning, left him. He grew a hair like feathers. Uh, He actually had the appearance of a beast, of an animal. And while he's out there, his reasoning comes back to him. And his first response was what? To give honor and to give praise to God. This is a stunning Old Testament example of the power of covert ministry. That there are times when the secret 
is the upfront, talking to the person on the street, going door to door, asking the person that you work with, do they need a miracle in their life? They've got stuff going on in their life, saying, listen, I can pray for this addiction to be broken off. And it's this confrontive kind of thing that says, listen, these powers of darkness have been stealing from me. But there are times, and it's only wisdom to know the difference. There are times when the secret to the transformation of a life, of a family, of a city, of a nation is the covert, subtle ministry where we have tremendous respect for the businessman who has been called into business, and we do not want to upset his profit earning capacity in his business by us doing things, standing on a chair in a restaurant and, and creating a scene so that we can have the benefit of telling somebody about a miracle that we experienced. But instead valuing that person's place in society and working into the system with a long-term effect called loyalty. Loyalty is expensive on the outset, but it pays huge dividends in the long run. That's the way loyalty is. Sometimes loyalty means that you stand next to people that God is about to bring discipline on. Why? Because he wants somebody there to be there when they come to the right mind. Why? Because you will be what they remember. And here we have Nebuchadnezzar stand before God and just lift up praise. This is stunning. Look at verse uh, 37. He says, I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the king of heaven and all, all of whose works are truth and his ways justice. And those who walk in pride, he is able to put down. Boy, howdy. He had his own personal testimony on that one. What happened? Man of the Gadarenes. Power encounter. Overt ministry. Brought transformation to a region of cities that rejected Jesus. They chased Jesus and the disciples out of town. Jesus sent back the one guy that just got free. The next time Jesus shows up in the area, every person from every village came to hear him. Why? The impact of a power encounter to change a region. We do that one pretty good. Here's the other one. Getting planted into systems that are sometimes dark. I don't know why we expect the unrighteous to live righteously. We get planted into those systems, not to rule, but to serve. To demonstrate the love of Christ. What does it mean? You've got somebody that's going through difficulty because of God's judgment on them. Where do you stand? As close as you can. As close as you can. <clears throat> why? because they're going to need you when they come to the right mind. They're going to need to remember what life is supposed to look like. How am I supposed to really respond to the issues of life? Overt and covert ministry. Those two things were used, Old and New Testament alike, to bring about the two greatest conversions, I believe, in the Bible. The man of the Gadarenes, and Nebuchadnezzar, who stood before God, and they both ended up as worshipers. They both ended up as worshipers. Here's the call. I'm thankful I don't talk to you as a group that's disloyal, because I, I see day after day, I see intense, intense loyalty here, outside of Bethel, in the Christian community of our city. I'm so thankful. I cannot tell you how thankful I am for that. 
But I feel like we need to turn it up a notch. Where we're planted into the community for this subtle, covert infiltration of the Babylonian system, if you will, where we illustrate true compassion and mercy, illustrate at a higher level what loyalty looks like, where we don't so easily throw in the towel to say, well, that person's getting what he's deserved. Instead, to stand and to pray for the mercy of God to reverse the situation. To be there when they come to their right mind, that they have the standards set in their heart and mind. This is how I'm supposed to live as they throw their hands into the air and begin to exalt the one true God. This is the privilege that we have in life. It's to bring about a reformation through loyalty. God is taking you and me as salt light and leaven and sprinkling us into a system where our very presence of kingdom values, of embracing a lifestyle of intense devotion and loyalty to the people God's assigned us to, that in that environment we have the chance to proclaim a message through lifestyle that could not be put into words. You have no sermons here by Daniel on what, Dan, on what loyalty looks like. You have no blowing his own horn saying, you'll notice I stood with you when I didn't have to. All you have is the power of the kingdom. And God says the kingdom of heaven is like leaven that gets worked into the dough until the entire lump of dough comes under its influence. Why did God give you access to everything? Because the assignment you have will require we use everything. That was Bill Johnson, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Bill Johnson, Reformation Through Loyalty. You can also find out more information about him at bjm.org. Hope you have an amazing day today, and I will see you tomorrow.